Welcome to the Fan Freaks Podcast, number 94. You're listening to the show where we freak out about our favorite movies, games, comics, and any media in between. This is James, Dr. Rude Ramos. <laughs> MD. And I'm joined by... It is I, the Bone King! And I'm also joined by... Agent, the masterful dude of doodliness, the face that runs the place, the host with the most and the most grandose co-hosts. How you doing, guys? I missed you last week. Oh, yeah. my God. Wait, you left? Oh. Oh, it was a dig. It was a dig. We missed you dearly. Um, oh, God, no. Stop, stop hitchhiking on the side of the road. Please, I need you. Um, but we actually were, we mentioned you on the last show because we just knew that we were going to pick up some sort of, like, porno mag and we knew you'd be in there. Oh. You know what I mean? So we felt like you were there in spirit. You know what I mean? <laughs> in more ways than one. on your mustache. Hey, he fits the part, honestly. He's rocking this new stash, everyone. I don't know. Are you going to post pictures on it? No. Are, do you have any modeling shots? No. It is a secret stash, everyone. Ah! <laughs> so what kind of show we got today? Today's episode, I mean, we're, uh, you know, we're, we're sticking with the theme. Uh-huh. Except last time we did it the week after, but we're going to bring it early this time. And what's that theme? Is it Happy Father's Day? That's right. Oh, so we gave you goodness. the worst mothers in media. Today, we're going to give you our Freaky Five Worst Dads in Media. That is correct. And they're all here. They didn't go off to buy smokes. No, they, they actually are going to come back. <laughs> yep, I promise. They came back. They're here. Well, some in our list left for smokes and never came back. Right? Yeah, I, I guess so. We, you know what? I didn't really take that into account. I think that might have actually happened on one of mine. But first, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into our recents. You want to start us off? I sure will. Uh, okay, I was going to give it to the dude because he wasn't here for the past episode. Yeah, I got a really meaty recents. I don't want to waste time on, on me and then wait forever for but you it, guys to talk. If you've got the girthiest, I would imagine you'd go through it first, no? All right, fine. Logically, uh, is that all right that with be you? The opposite way around. You don't want him to stretch you out before you before the before. No, this. no. But if you go to the club with me, I go for the girthiest first. Oh, I see. So this is my my law. This is the way. Would you Got say it. you go for the girthiest first because you have the girthiest thirst? Oh, it's true though. It's it's funny and true. Sponsored by Sprite. What's your thirst? Wow. <laughs> Fan Freaks is not sponsored by Sprite. <laughs> uh, what, do, what do you got here? Uh, should I? Go for it. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I started Control, finally. Cool. Um, it's free, by the way, on the Epic Store right now. Oh, that's oh. cool. It I was actually, a PS Plus game, too. Epic Store. The, one of them, yeah. Yeah, it is also free. It was free on yeah. Plus. Um, man, there's a lot of reading to do. Mm. Uh, a lot more reading than I'm used to from a Max Payne game or something like that. The action's okay. I was elected to lead, not to read. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, Max I, Payne had a lot of dialogue, but it was narrated, so yeah, I guess. <laughs> it was narrated, and it was in a comic book format. Yeah, this yeah. shit, you're reading files, and it's like, uh, I, I work for a living. I don't want to fucking read. I just want to shoot shit. As a Fallout and Elder Scrolls fan, uh, that, that seems par for the course for me. As yeah. an RPG fan, it's like, that's what? Yeah. <laughs> of course. How many terminals have we read across the Fallout games, Adrian? <laughs> I, I breeze through them. <laughs> I'll uh, tell you my answer. Zero, my friend. <laughs> skip, skip, skip. Yeah. Go uh, ahead. I also uh, played some Black Ops. They released Rambo and John McClane skins. Cool. Which... Bo- I don't know what's this love affair for the 80s. I'm for it because that's, you know, my Nostalgia time. Nostalgia sells. Huh? Nostalgia sells. Welcome Nostalgia to like, always sells. Welcome to like the sex. past four years. Yeah. Like Guardians of the Galaxy. That was our whole shtick on that. Like, 
Yeah, but like Stranger Rambo things. is yeah, really getting starting. into it because we had him in Mortal Kombat 11 and now yeah. in Call of Duty. But I feel like he fits this more than oh, Mortal, Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. 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 But go um, ahead. What else? And some Hunt. Oh. I've been playing Hunt again. Finally. Uh, that's what I've played, what I've watched. All right. This is very meaty. I watched a, a little HP Lovecraftian film called From Beyond. Mm. It has Jeffrey Combs in it right after Reanimator. He then does another Lovecraftian film. Have either one of you guys watched From Beyond? I think think Red Letter Media actually did. I don't know if it was a half in the bag or something where they talked about that, actually. Yes. Okay, so George, have you watched From Beyond? No, I want to see it, though, because they talked about it, and it looked really cool. So was it worth it? No? The story kind of sucks. Okay. But I am here for practical effects. That Mm. shit was some body horror, Cronenberg-level-esque. It was so disgusting. It was great. Mm. Um... It's a hour 30. I found it on Tubi, which is a new streaming service mm-hmm. that's free. Uh, what oh, else did okay. I watch? I watched the first episode of Demon Slayer, an anime on Netflix. The animation's pretty good. Um, story's pretty shonen-y, but there's a lot of blood. So I heard the music is good, too. Unfortunately, only watched the first episode. It's just weird to me because I've totally lost track of the shonens. I feel like they're just a different theme swapping in. We had superheroes for academia, and then now we have demons. And I mean that's fine. I mean it's not bad. It's just I, I don't know if it, this so is know. a shonen yet because I've only watched the first episode. No, but so far, it is. Yeah. All right. Do they have a shot of the main character sitting alone, like, and he's no. just being all like apathetic, and then they talk. Some other characters are talking about him behind his back. No. His exposition. No. No. Okay. That that is something. There's you no see high a lot. School. There's, no, get out. This isn't an anime then. You're lying. There needs to be, it has, no. There's a forest and they, it's snowing. Are they not like, oh, Demon Slayer Academy and I'm at rank seven Demon Slayer. And no. That's my no. quirk or no. whatever. I wish, I wish you watched fucking High School DxD anyway. Um, I don't even I've know what that it. is. Yeah, what is that? Good. High school. I know High School it's, of the it's, Dead. It's, that's it's not a that. Porn. It's, oh, it's it's a softcore porn. So instead so anime, of yes, <laughs> Jap animation, we go western. I watched two DC animated films. I saw what uh, Papa Jim, Papa Jim Ramos recommended, mm. which was Batman: Blood of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. It is exactly what he said. Seventies Bruce Lee, cheesy as fuck martial arts. All That's right. what they were going for. It is not tied to any mainstay universe. Cool. Like literally, Batman literally fucking fights demons and no mention of the justice league so whatever i think it's better that way to be honest well that it's standalone i i, I think there's a, a certain time and a place for standalone stories and that's definitely one of them i think and this one's interesting because this is this other one i watched which was justice league justice society world war Two. see there's another type of league but it's not a league it's a society uh, we justice live in a society. society. Right. That's the one we live in. Right. Absolutely. Um, Why so serious? I don't know. But this one is a direct continuation of Man of Tomorrow. Right. Because Barry Allen meets Superman again. And this time, unfortunately, Barry goes way back into the past, goes to World War II, where the fucking Nazis are doing something with some crazy ass fucking tech and they're winning the war. Cool. And that, it's, no, but it's not first, cool. That's but, bad. <laughs> But first, I meant fo- cool as a setup, George. Okay, I'm but just first like, and no. foremost, they set it up as a Wonder Woman movie. Oh, like okay. she's the star of it. Who's voicing Wendy in this one? Uh fuck, you got me there. All right, I think I go. showed you her name. 
I think I I have to look it up again. But Matt Bomer voices Steve Trevor. It's Tara okay. Strong. Tara Strong is going to be no, 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 no. Tara Strong was nowhere near here. The, what? But Black Canary's in this, and I am oh in love with her again. I like Black Canary, but I feel like they never use her all that often in terms oh, of like this Batman one? characters. Oh. Actually, George, I would love to bring this over and we could watch it. I would love for both of you guys to watch it, actually. Sure. Yeah, I, I really love this shit. This was like some really straight fire. Wonder Woman is the chick from Castle, the Nathan Fillion show. Okay. What, what's her name? Um, Staina. Uh, hold on. Staina Kadic. Ah. Well, she of fucking course. nailed that fucking voice. Um, also... Uh, what else did I watch? I finally started Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. It's not the easiest show to get into. Uh, I'm two episodes in. Couldn't give a fuck. Break, Honestly, wow. I'm like, eh, all right. I'm waiting to see it grip me, and it's yet to grip me. Uh, I I think I kind of feel what, uh, what Dr. Rude once said about Breaking Bad. None of the characters are likable. There's nothing like to root for right here but but you like fucking uh always sunny and you like uh oh no no not always sunny you like curb your enthusiasm and fucking uh sopranos who has all sorts of characters that are just not yeah likeable. but they have charisma yeah no that, one here has okay. that charisma. Is, is that there's no like at least the sopranos has characters that are likable in the other way they're mm-hmm. likable because of how bad they are mm-hmm. like they have the charisma to carry that but I feel like Breaking Bad is seriously lacking charisma. Billy Cranston doesn't? Everyone loved it. I haven't he, seen it. He's so a phenomenal know. actor, and he's by far the best part of the show. Mm-hmm. But Walter is lacking in, like, first off. His charisma is as dry as the desert he's in. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, Walter himself comes off as a fucking whiner. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. he really, don't get me wrong. Yes, we all know cancer sucks. But at the end of the day, Walter is a being a Yes, a psycho. We know he's a psycho, but he's being a little baby about it. Look, all of this is just making me feel very blue, like the crystal meth he makes. (laughs) I was thinking about that the whole time. (laughs) Like, you you bring up Curb, but Curb has Larry David, and it has phenomenal writing and setup, and it's first and foremost a comedy. Yeah, that's also Sopranos, while, yeah, yeah, it's set up as a drama, as a hard-hitting drama, Mm. but it's a subtle comedy. It's actually spoofing in a parody, almost, and it makes fun of toxic masculinity. Here, I haven't seen shit where I'm like, oh, damn, that's good writing, you know? Um, Sorry, but really quick, in Justice Society, uh, Matt Mercer is in it. He's our man. Oh, that's dope. We we all own a man? Yes. Our man? our man. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. I... Started a show today only because the concept got me inter- interested in it. James, you might you might like this concept. Tell me. All right. Picture a world where the snap did happen, but I'm it was localized it. entirely onto one plane. Okay. All 191 passengers uh-huh. skipped five years ahead. Okay. Everyone else they know. Oh, would you? Okay. Manifest. Oh, no, I no, know no. this When show. you said plane, I thought like... I, I think a plane of existence or like plane of existence. No, uh, not an airplane. like an aeroplane. This yeah. is that show airline something. It's, no, it's, it's called manifest. Oh, okay. That's actually uh, a really great name for this show already. Like I like, I think it's pretty clever. Yeah. Actually also they, they talk a little bit about destiny in the first pilot. Okay. Like why is this happening? Why did it happen to us? Nobody can understand why did the fucking plane 
just skip five and a half years ahead. Right. But that hit me because I like, I love the snap in infinity war, but we only see it from the superheroes perspective on, Hey, this shit happened. The right. best thing that happened with the snap, I think was the Netflix shows. We get to hear, no, it wasn't the Netflix shows, the AOS agents of shield show where we get to see like, what happened to the layman? Well, there was also uh, also Captain calling Ameri- it the blip is the worst fucking thing in the world. Captain America and Fa- uh, no, sorry, Falcon I keep calling Winter Captain Soldier America and Winter Soldier. Soldier. F- Falcon and Winter I Soldier. Mean, they talk by the end of well. it, it is Captain America. Right, and that's Winter why Soldier. I keep freaking overwriting in my brain. But no, right, like they did cover that. What happened to that during the snap? Um, what what else you got for us? Or is that and it? lastly, the thing that has like made me kind of abandon everything else, and I'm like full steam ahead on. Finally, after what two years of knowing you, George, the Rock has come back. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Twin Peaks, oh. my guy. Put it in the bed. The fucking excellent intro. Take a good look, buddy. It's gonna happen again. <laughs> I love David Lynch and his character, Agent Cole, Gordon Cole, or whatever. He's amazing. It's Agent Cooper. No, no. Gordon Cole is David Lynch. Like the I haven't gotten there yet. You haven't met Detective Gordon Cole yet? No. Oh. I just got with Where Albert are you? Where again. are you in there? I'm sorry. For the audience, establish how far I are you am in there? season two, episode two. So the first season's eight episodes. Hmm. The pilot episode is an hour forty five minutes. So I, I wanna say something real quick. I actually know nothing about Twin Peaks. Good. That's the best way Good. to watch it. Yeah. Okay. Like, and and you, you know what the best part is? You'll finish it and go, I still don't know anything <laughs> about Twin Peaks. Right. It's lost all over again. So, you know, there's that. But it, I, I'm Honestly, so excited. Yeah. I mean, I, I watched a bit of Loss and I do get that feeling. Mm. But I do want to say this is actually funnier and more entertaining. Sure. Uh, I also want to mention that the writers of Lost credited Twin Peaks as an inspiration. That absolutely. Almost yeah. everybody and their fucking mother with half an ounce of mystery in their show is or inspired. game. Oh, Twin Peaks inspired me. Yeah, I'm sure. Or you look at like Deadly Premonition where it's oops all Twin Peaks. And they're just <laughs> literally just oops wholesale. All I'm um, just saying. But I'm excited to hear that, man. I love it. But yeah, the first season, eight episodes. Then the second season, 22 episodes. Then it went into a movie that was a prequel. And then we have The Return, which is... uh, Essentially season three, but it is a Showtime original series event. Which is like six or seven episodes long, I think. And that was it. Oh, no, 12 episodes. They they were going to make him do seven, and then David Lynch threw a fucking fit. And they're like, fine, here. Here's the whole fucking 12. So, good (laughs) shit. Uh, But yeah, man, I can't wait to finish this. And listen to the special that you did ages ago with Vinny. Oh, yeah. Leisurely Vinny, shout out. Yes. Uh, the Twin Peaks uh, episode. Leisurely I, Vinny and Was I. that even Cannon Fire or was that Fan Freaks? No, I think it was. I'm pretty sure it was Fan Freaks, although it could have been Cannon Fire. It's probably on the YouTube. Either way, that was immediately right uh, after we saw The Return. Like, The Return just came out. That's the first thing I want to do after I watch Return is listen to your show. Oh, um, well, the thing is, is that I need to talk to you. And we, there's another video I want to show you from Twin Perfect before we get into Fuck too much. Me. There's a a lot of fucking backtrack, but I'm happier on this when path. You've played Silent Hill, right? Yes. You you skipped Silent Hill HD collection, right? You haven't played that one? Correct. Okay, don't and don't tell him anything because he'll fucking give you an epi- a fucking YouTube episode of three guys talking about how bad HD collection is for nine hours. That's correct. I mean, it's it goes and, through everything, and, it, and that's their name is Twin Perfect, and this dude like watches them a lot, for, for and he gives me their fucking videos. He's like, 
Oh, you like HD collection? Oh, you played it? Fucking, here's all the reasons why it sucks. Why couldn't you just give me a bullet point? No, watch all 10 hours. Do you want of me this. to give you a fucking bullet point of four hours worth of content? No. No, no, no. It wasn't four. I wish it was four hours. Oh, my I God. I wish it, it fucking was four hours. Uh huh. <laughs> Fuck you. So, that's a lot. Uh huh. But that's Dude. it on my recents, man. Okay. Just okay. Be, caref- be wary of his twin perfect recommendations. They're really informative, God forbid. God okay. forbid they uh, could be a little, this? like, cut, you know? So, uh, I've actually had this since last week, but I forgot to talk about it. Uh, my best friend and I are very into Digimon. Mm-hmm. And we bought each other the brand new Digimon fitness tracker. It's called the Virtual Bracelet. Oh, there's a fitness element to it? It is. It's So, if any of you, if, uh, for our fans Fitness dick in your mouth! Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, for those of you familiar with Digimon, like virtual pets, like mm. they've been a thing throughout like the history of Digimon. Mm. And this is basically the newest version of that. Except instead of feeding your Digimon and cleaning up its poop, you instead have to work out. You actually have to clean up poop? Yeah. And as a matter of fact, if you left poop on the screen, it would actually digivolve into a different Digimon. Because I, I was thinking about that. How does a digital program shit? Then again, I, I've also run Spotify on my computer a few times, ah, and it shits itself constantly. I was going to say, have you never had to defrag your computer? That's, That's very basically true. wiping its butt. Oh, cool. <laughs> I guess we do it weekly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's really cool. It has a full-color screen mm-hmm. with a little sprite of your Digimon on there. And yeah, and depending on various various variables, uh-huh. it can digivolve into a branch of Digimon. Did you buy it to have a specific Digimon, or do you get to choose? So you, you it? actually, so it, so uh, it comes with two Digimon, because it comes with one that's that's uh, exclusive to whatever version of the watch you bought. Uh-huh. And then the app automatically puts uh, a Digimon on there for you also. And you can get more, I'm guessing? So it actually has a little slot right there uh-huh. for something called DIM cards, which is Digimon identification something. So they're SIM cards. Basically. But Digimon, So yeah, there are right. these little, like, USB dongles, basically, that you put in there. Uh-huh. And it actually loads a new Digimon onto your device. Okay. I mean, that that's fun. I mean, it's but no Amiibo, but... But once you put it into your, into your watch, that DIM card is now useless for any other device. So it's locked Oh, you can't to this trade watch. or anything? That, no. I don't know if I like that. That's. I sucks. mean, the point is, otherwise, one guy buys a DIM card and just shares it to all of his or friends. Or it's tied to the DIM card. You know what I mean? Where but you have to plug it in. To that have means you that. have to plug it in every time you play the Digimon. I, I'm thinking I like no, a Tamagotchi. I don't think you care for more swap. Okay. All right. All right. No, I'm okay with it being locked to your card. I just, mm. my worry then is what happens if this watch gets broken or right. damaged? Then you can't use it That's anymore. The, but I supposedly they're addressing that problem. The biggest problem right now is there's no English app for it. Oh, so you're doing this the all in Japanese? The app is in Japa fucking knees. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So I literally have a bunch of screenshots where I've Google translated the entire screen mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that I can know what the fuck I'm doing. That's fair. I, I mean, that makes absolute sense. Here's what another thing I'm worried about. Your watch is locked to your uh, to your app. Uh-huh. So when they release the English app, am I not going to be able to use it because I started with the Japanese app? Um, This no. is something I'm very concerned about. <laughs> no, they, they have... okay. <laughs> 
what are you giggling about over here? He's going insane. He was insane. so mad when he said Jappo fucking knee. Yes, man. That I just yeah. had like PTSD from World War II. Jesus <laughs> he, Christ. He's like, no, like, he sounds like somebody at Pearl Harbor. Because it's here's a the thing. fucking knee. You don't know he did voices for World at War. <laughs> I remember cause, that because the thing is, like, they did market this in America. Like, you could, like, I didn't have to go to their Japanese website to order it. Uh-huh. Like, they had shipping to America. This is new, right? Yeah, this is a brand new device. We pre-ordered it. Uh, but I so I expect there there to be a localized app, and there isn't. There, and it's alarming. There, it went, okay, as someone who follows the Final Fantasy apps, they'll have a Japanese app and then a global app, and then they'll do a migration system. But they, not not you Japan. You don't know the yeah. history of Bandai. Oh, well, then no, I guess not. Bandai has a, a history of just, like, ignoring the global market. Hmm, fun, fun. So we'll see. No, Beyond I will ignoring... say there is a big push lately on Digimon on a lot of fronts. Yeah. Actually, the Dragon Ball card game is kind of dying out because Bandai's pushing Digimon as a card game. That's amazing. Well, again. Yeah, again. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, this has different... to have existed it's a, before. It's, I don't... A, it's a different way to play the game, but, yeah, a lot of... Dragon Ball players are going now to Digimon. Yep. I digi- and they left Yu-Gi-Oh! to go to Dragon Ball. So it's like a weird migration. <laughs> I digivolved my lion to turn into a robot? Into a horse? Uh, what's going on? I don't into know. Into a refrigerator wearing cargo shorts and spiked bracelets with a machine gun. That's correct. That's Digimon. That's why <laughs> yeah. I never got into it. I was very confused yeah, how I think shit it's works. Great. So uh, Drawfee did an episode recently uh-huh. where they had the artists draw Digivolutions that they've never heard of. Uh-huh. So basically, they it would it would be one person hosting, and they would show the artist the 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 the, the standard Digimon, uh-huh. and then they expected the artist to draw the Digivolution based on their name. Uh-huh. Cuz it w- but they what they did was a really great troll because Digimon has this thing where there's no rules to the evolution. Right. So like that's what I'm the gathering. Digivolution could have nothing to do with the main thing. Right, right. So for the first two artists, the Digivolution had nothing to do with the main with the one they showed them. And then for uh, for the last artist who okay, she's like, "Okay, so I've learned one thing and that's that the evolution has nothing to do with the base character." So I'm gonna make it look completely different, but for hers, the evolution was just the same character with a hat. <laughs> I mean, because that's how Digimon rolls. That's um, also how Capcom rolls. Look at Mr. X. Yep. <laughs> um, what else do I have for recents? Uh, I finished the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Mm-hmm. And it's it's, it's great, man. I, is it just as anticlimactic towards the end? Man, or? I don't. I honestly, I. Playing the whole trilogy like this now that I'm older, I don't think it's anticlimactic. So I, I just have one simple question: Did they add a Rex romance option for this? No, they didn't then add I a Rex romance option. I'm not purchasing this version of the game. <laughs> this is as simple as it is. I don't know why they won't let me date him. He's he's prime for dating. Look at him; he's got gorgeous cheeks. Because it's not anyway. <laughs> by the way, that's not. I just realized that little bit is not the only reference to them having four testicles in the game. Oh, they do it another time? It's Rex constantly says, look at a set of quads on this guy. I remember that vaguely. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's other references to them having four nuts. I, I just, I, you know what? You know how you said you, you're interested about the Intercontinental and, you know, where the Duke comes uh-huh. from. And a, I'm interested in what these balls may look like. What could this <laughs> illustrate for this universe? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? What are the repercussions of are Krogan they hairy? balls? Are they wrinkly? Are they scaly? I mean, they're reptiles. Are they internal? Extra? There's so many questions, James. And I need them answered. Do they retreat in the cold? <laughs> oh, my God. 
I want to say for the record that uh, my uh, my romance for this playthrough was Tally. A great choice. Uh, arguably, honestly, because I've because I, 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 I've I've gone and watched a bunch of videos now. Mm-hmm. The voice actress for Tally really nails the emotional moments between her and Shepard. Mm-hmm. I'd say more so than like any of the other female interests. She relies everything on her voice. She has no facial yeah, expressions. That, that's true. So- so she fucking nails it. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. there's this moment at the end. I don't I'm not gonna spoil anything, mm. but there's this moment at the end where she like where Shepard like says to her, like, make a home. And she like looks back at him and goes, I have a home. <laughs> and I just like I'm dying inside. Like it, it's such a great moment. I love that romance. But uh Yeah, so it's so I, I have difficulty choosing between her and Jack. But okay. Jack is usually the romance that I save for my renegade Shepard. That makes, I mean, the thing is, uh, all right, yeah, I could see that, but at the same time, Jack, when you do the romance route, she's less of a renegade. I mean, she's, she's still, not, but she's not like how when you she first has meet emotion, her. Has a, she has an emotional moment, but she's still like compared to the other romantic options. I, she definitely like. But do you get what I mean? Like you, you make sure to play as an evil bastard to date the girl who well, kind of becomes a better you, person. You Can really you be fuck evil. the elusive man? No. You cannot fuck Michael Sheen. What is the point of this re-release then? I don't understand. They're, they're so here's <laughs> the really weird thing, and this was a problem in the original trilogy also. Uh-huh. Is that there are romance? Di- there is romance dialogue. You were mentioning this, yeah. Recorded for all the genders, basically. Right. Or at least for a lot of the genders that you can't like. There is a tally femshep voice line, voice lines. Mm-hmm. There was a whole separate romance for femshep and Jack. Well, now that this is on PC, this will be exactly what happened to Persona 4 Golden. They will mod back oh, yeah. the gay romance, yeah, yeah, and we'll sure. be all fine, I guess. But like, Fuck I, you, but like Bioware's really weird explanation mm-hmm. was that, oh, because of a weird quirk in the system, no, we had to have both voice actors record versions of every line. It's like, no, that's stupid, Bioware. No, you just make it a voice. Is type. there a hidden ending where you get to fuck the Reapers? <laughs> It depends, cause yes. Ooh! Oh my! Which color Not- is it? <laughs> I want my legion. There's fucking two romance. different. There's two different ways you could interpret "fuck the reapers." No, no the sexual. So in in the way oh that oh my god, in the way that you end up inside them, sure, you could say so. Oh, <laughs> I'm Shepard, nice. and this is my favorite thing to be inside. <laughs> All right, what uh, else you got? What else you got? Hunt. Jesus Christ! Of course, hunt. <laughs> Honestly, I just feel like there should just be a dating Oh, sim do you want to talk about off? what we did last night? Whoa. I mean, not I didn't on, realize it was on full, the show, Adrian. Dis- full disclosure not here. Kind of show. Kiss Don't be tell. jealous. I, you you, no, we be, had you our wouldn't have to be jealous. You wouldn't have to be jealous if you played Hunt. Anyway. Okay. Um, I so don't. We were playing Hunt, and we <laughs> yes. we like matchmaked or made a match. Matchmaking. Paired up with our friends. Right. With uh, Frothy and, and I heard Hema. that fucking birdcage reference. <laughs> uh-huh. And we fucking uh, died, and we led them to win and kill four people. I, I don't know if I want to really talk about how much we cheated on the on It's not Panthers. cheating. It is cheating. It's not cheating. It's actively against Crytek's TOS. They are <laughs> listening to the show. TOS? They're uh, listening what? right now. Have what? you read their TOS? I've read that part of it. <laughs> Wow, you ever, I didn't know you, you could do that. You ever see that episode of South Park where they're like Kyle makes it a big deal? He's like, oh, I just skipped the terms of service and I just accepted it at the yeah. end. And then it shows everybody else, what? No, we read it. The first, and they literally read sentence by sentence. I just It makes me think of that all the time. It's like, who fucking actually does uh, this? Well, also, I guess cut all this out then. <laughs> I talked about this briefly last week. 
but Critical Role ended. Mm, yes, yes. That's it? I saw... Well, that's the end of Campaign 2. Okay. And before the spinoff... Actually... No, I know. We're going to talk about that in the news. No, I, 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 you told me this for last episode, that there was a spinoff. Oh, you're talking about the animated series? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. There's oh, a whole no, other thing. There's a second spinoff, I'm there sorry, is. in the works. There Jesus. Is. But we'll talk about that in the news. And uh, yeah, it was a great fucking ending, man. Uh, and like, honestly, there was... Something happened in like the second to last episode mm-hmm. that like you couldn't have written the way it turned out. Just the way the dice rolls worked out. Made for the biggest fucking emotional roller coaster I've ever that seen. That is why watching D and D is the best because it's better. But than like, fiction, even Matt said, even like, fiction. okay, this was possible and that was possible. I didn't expect both to happen, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's basically what it was. So that's why it was it was great. Okay, uh, but yeah, it was a good, satisfying ending. It was really nice. And oh, right, and I have one last thing. It takes a lot for me not to like a zombie movie. Oh. It really does. Like I, I'm, you have not been watching enough bad zombie movies, my friend. <laughs> no, I have. No, even the bad like, ones are fun. But I wouldn't. Mm, some of them are just trudges. But okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I could not give less of a shit about Army of the Dead. Isn't that the new Snyder one? Really? That's see, his element. What? Like I, I liked it, but I could see why it's not that. It, I, I wouldn't huh. want to watch it again. I'll be honest. Like I could. I, I don't care about anybody in the whole fucking movie. Yeah, huh. the characters are just bland. And, like, there's a lot of these, like, deaths that are supposed to matter, and they fucking don't. Hmm. Uh, there's some interesting elements, but the problem is there's too many interesting elements that don't match. Huh. I heard someone say online that Zack Snyder just put a bunch of random shit in the movie. So then he could just read everyone's fan theories online and use that to write the sequel. Because <laughs> that's really what it feels like. Okay. I mean... When you say like Snyder with BVS or, or or even Justice League, any of these movies recently that he's done, a lot of people will be like, he didn't have full control. He didn't have full accessibility. But here he was writer, director, yeah. director of photography, producer. That Snyder cut, he was completely out of his control. There's really nothing he could have done. I mean, there were still things out of no, his control. I know, but the jo- yeah, okay. I don't even know anymore. Like, because it's going to come up later on the show. There's a director's cut for fucking, um, what's it called? Uh, Death Stranding that's happening. And right. that's another instance where I feel like we're never going to fully get the creator's vision because they'll just keep changing it. Yeah. Like, it's like, no, no, no. Death Stranding, that wasn't the actual director's intent. Here's an even more director's intent. Version. Actually, it's like, for my film degree, that's why we learned the producer's role was... To be representative of the studio, to chill out the director. And the last thing is I saw episode one of Loki. Oh, yeah? That's out? Okay, cool. And it looks fun. So I won't be touching it until like five episodes are out. Okay, cool. It's a really interesting set. Like, not a lot happens in episode one. Mm -hmm. It's an interesting setup. Okay. Uh, And I like Owen Wilson already uh, in the the show. Lightning McQueen. Lightning McQueen. Yes, Lightning McQueen is great. That is, I think of House on Haunted Hill, weirdly enough, but you're right. He gets what? killed by, like, a giant oh, fireplace yeah. thing. I don't uh, know. Wow. Yeah. For those of you who uh, don't like time travel, this show is not for you. I, I, but Garrett will uh, still love it. Oh, yeah, of course he will. I've yet to find. it's got a good little M on it. That's right. I think the uh, there are very few stories. I think that should be an episode topic at some point. Like, when to introduce time travel. Right. Because a- adding it doesn't automatically make things better. It no. usually makes it worse. That being Paradoxically said, so. Uh, the time travel in this is not a vehicle. Like, it's not like 
it is the active plot point of the show. Okay. Is is also oh, it's not a DeLorean. No, 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 no. The active plot point of the show, and I don't want to give any spoilers away, but it has very much to do with people operating outside the timeline. Uh huh. What somebody said, I think uh, Brian Rosenthal, uh, the guy who did uh, the fan films of Army of Darkness versus Marvel Zombies uh-huh. on YouTube, pretty good guy. He said Loki is Time Cop meets Rick and Morty. Yes. Yes. You'd argue I'm yes? getting I'm, some, yeah, something. I don't know about Rick and Morty. It's comedic Time Cop for sure. Okay. Uh, I don't know, Loki. This doesn't seem like a good place to be. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that just about does it Shut the fuck for up. me. <laughs> what do you got, Bone Shut the King? fuck up, uh, Thor. I'm Bone about King. to get through here. Uh, what? Oh, yes, my turn. Uh, answer, 42. Sorry, no, Thank I you. thought I was back in high school. My bad. Um, hold on one second. Okay, so here are my reasons. I thought about this. Okay, so. You played games. Yes, I played games, and that's pretty much all I did. I didn't watch anything. All right. By the way, really quick, uh-huh. just to clarify. Yes. You don't consume any media that aren't video games. No, no, no. That's, there. that's not true either, because I watch things, just not everything. Uh-huh. And just because I don't watch one thing doesn't mean I don't you consume media. You saw the latest media. Red Letter Media review. I did, <laughs> and that is still media. Red Letter Media. Sorry. Anyway, moving on. So, as people have seen on the stream, I am streaming a little cult classic known as Killer7. Um, still playing through it, and after playing through the next chapter, the most recent chapter, it just dawned upon me. Remember when we did um, Dream Team uh, Special Forces? When we yeah, had to come not up so with, long like, ago. Yeah, where we had to come up with a team that Snake had to fight. Yeah. Holy shit, Killer7 would have been perfect. Oh, Smith yeah. Smith himself being able to switch between the different personalities would have been amazing as a boss fight. I just thought of that as I was fucking thinking about it. An addendum right here live during your recent. Right now, just fixing that shit up. But uh, as I'm playing Killer7, like... I don't know. Um, Adrian, have I ever talked about this game with you or no? No, we talk about the gun. Yeah, the gun. and the, Yeah, the Killer7 from Resident Evil 4, which is one of these characters' weapons, by the way. Kaede's gun yeah. is the gun in, in Resident Evil 4. But um, I, I'm playing it now, and when you go into it, the setup is you're a band of mercenaries that all share the same identity. It's not really clear how I you're I thought it switching. was the body, and they all have different identities. I, I don't know how it's specifically working. All we know is that when one of them enters a building, they go to a web, like a webcam, psh, a security cam, and it like phases out, and it's another person. So like somehow they're able to change change bodies or forms i don't know how it is yet but me hearing that i think okay it's a tarantino-esque plot you know it's assassins trying to get their contract suda 51 right but here after playing it there are so many more like abstract ideas that i think it's more of a lynch thing believe it or not i was about to say this sounds like the twin peaks of action games it, it feels like if you gave david lynch a story about assassins or mercenaries he would do something weird like this in the sense where there's a lot of abstract representations of literal ideas which is how i've always described dreams by the Mm -hmm. way so like if you're having a dream i consider that your brain creating a literal literal representation of an abstract idea okay so like what we're seeing is that live in the show or in the show 
that that's Twin Peaks. Sorry, we're seeing that as like in the game as well, where you're seeing all these strange elements, like a floating or uh, uh, a fucking severed head talking to you from a washing machine. It's very jocular and casual in the conversation, but it's inherently something weird. And this game has so many cool visuals that are just not anywhere else. So I'm having a lot of fun playing Killer7. It is giving me brand new things each time. Apparently every chapter has its own art style and like directive team. And the one I did just wow, now. Wow, that's interesting as fuck. Dude, and oh my god, the voice cast is like amazing. Steve Bloom How are you is playing this? this? A certain emulator? No, they actually ported this to Steam. No shit. So it's an HD 60 frames a fucking Killer7. It's actually... Not nice. all the cutscenes are updated, though, because the one thing I just did was I like, had 480p cutscenes. But Ugh. I gotta show you them. Bro, this game is far ahead of its time in terms of, like, artistic merit. It's doing a lot more than I was anticipating. Anyway, moving on from Killer7, um, I want to go ahead and talk a little bit more about Stranded Deep, which is a game I, I mentioned last time on the I show I talked well. about that when it was uh, being debuted for PlayStation Plus. Right. That's actually exactly where I got it. I got it for free for PS Plus, and I said, fuck it. I can play a nice, you know, survival game. I actually game. was listening to last week's episode. You were talking a little bit about how if you're poisoned, you have to go to a different island to find a specific fucking flower right. to make a specific fucking antidote. Oh, yes. No, absolutely. And that I feel like I, I, I talk about this uh, game, and it could be just surmised to like any other survival game. Like, oh, you have hunger. You have thirst you got to take care of. But everything yeah, is I in the... Yeah, I played 76, too. Oh, my God. I don't, I don't even want to... I, I think this game is somehow less buggy than that, even though this is like a physics box nightmare in some areas, sandbox mm. nightmare. But um, what I like about that is like, it's so much more than just going through menus and walking long distances. You have to build a boat. And when you literally build the boat like by hand and you are sailing it across this giant vast ocean, it feels a lot more personal. Like I crafted this and I'm riding it across the ocean. Okay, but it sounds a lot and it looks a lot like something my friends have played on Steam called Raft. Yes, yes, very similar, yes. So Ark Survival Evolved. But here's the difference, though. Ark this Survival is, Evolved is like this, too? Has that as well. I, I haven't played any of these games. I apologize. But here's the difference, though. This is purely single player. You cannot play this co-op. Right. And it handles its resources oh, in a Raft very specific way. Raft is co-op. And everything really starts out kind of small scale. Like, you fight off, uh, your main enemies are, like, boars, giant crabs that are kind of like... Fucking just, sharks, right? Well, I'm fucking don't even get near those assholes. They'll just bite you and carry you off to the middle of the sea. Well, okay, if you have the fear of, like, going in water and not having a bottom, or like, ocean floor, this game is not for you. Or it is for you, and you want to get scared like I do. Because I hate that, and... Uh, go ahead. No, 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 I just have a question about, the, like, the, the, the game. It's procedural, right? Like, it procedurally creates the island. There is a pre-made mode, and there's a procedural mode. So there is a map that exists, like there's like a, a, a already detailed map and some of that's procedural, and then there's one you could just make entirely random. So it has multiple things And you play a here. lot of randomizers. And I like randomizers, in fact, and that'll lead into something else, actually. But really quick, so um, I have this fear of like being in open water, and if I can't see the floor, it's like, oh my okay. gosh. Oh, like this is a real fear for you? Right, it is. Oh, so okay. when I'm actually out in the ocean in this game, that can happen. So if you fall off your boat, you're going to be fucking So how do you stranded. feel about Subnautica? Duh, well, that you're diving in, and at least there's an ocean floor. It, this is so but you can't deep. You always see the ocean floor. I, but this is so deep, I don't even think there is one. Like, I don't know. But the thing is, there's that, and then when you start looking at, like, trophies and stuff, it's like, yeah, uh, build a boat. Kill one sea monster. I'm sorry, what? 
I was going all across this ocean and there's what in here? So I didn't know that, but there's a giant squid, there's a giant megalodon, and a giant uh, eel. There's a megalodon? And dude, you're fighting boars and snakes before this. So it's like the size difference is huge. And like you're going at this with like fucking spears that you crafted yourself on an island. And you're like, I don't know if I'm prepared for this. So mentally, I just feel like it actually puts you in there a lot better than some other survival games Not going to lie. This game sounds fucking awesome. It, it's 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 a Are little you streaming janky. this. I am not streaming. I will be streaming my second run of it because I have to do a sec. I'm actually close to platinuming it, and I have to wow. do a second run because I accidentally looked at my compass and there's a trophy that says beat the game without using the compass. And I was like, oh well, fuck! I didn't even realize, but whatever. So maybe at some point. Um, and to carry off your idea of randomizer, I decided to test around something for the stream. Um, Resident Evil Two randomizer item randomizer mod. Resident Evil 2 Remake or OG? Remake. So okay. I, as I was telling you guys before, I did this thing on my channel originally where I played Leon's campaign with Claire and Claire's campaign with Leon. So I got to have, you know, Leon guide Sherry out of the city, which in the original game, they really don't have any other interactions like that. And I got to have this awesome romance of Claire and Ada, which they How never even meet. How does that work for like the cutscenes and stuff? It, well, I was playing OG. So like, well, what do you mean? What do you mean? Well, like, for example, like, Leon and Sherry, like, if you're playing... Okay, so if you're rescuing Sherry... Right. That's all interactions with Claire. Right. How does it work if you Leon have Leon Leon has in there? the nickname of Claire throughout this playthrough. People just call him Claire, and he thinks in a very womanly voice. But ultimately, uh, okay. it is still Leon, and also vice versa. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh-huh. So does Claire Leon talk to Leon, Claire, and ask... Oh, when they run into each other? A, any, yeah. any keys in those fancy pockets? It is actually kind of funny, because this isn't the OG, that that's in the remake, but in the original, when I did that run, they would talk to themselves. Because there would already be a Claire that's in the game, so they weird. would just... It would be like them touching base with themselves. But in any case, I hope to do that again with remakes, so I thought maybe I can add this extra layer of item randomization. Uh -huh. But here's my question to you. Would it make more sense, and this is what I'm thinking about, to do Claire doing Leon's route, Leon doing Claire's route, regular items, okay? Uh, and then I do another playthrough where I play as Jill with an item randomizer mod. So it's like Jill's unique scenario through the RPD station. Or would the item randomization make better content for the Leon and Claire run? I, I'm fine with the Leon-Claire run being standard, but I would love to see Jill in, yeah. in Remake 2. I, I, because I, there's the second just, one kind of starts you off just there, just to see her take on Tyron again. Oh my god! And actually have like a pursuer that's not so fast. <laughs> she could have a, a nicer time. Also with <laughs> with lesser frames. Right. No dodge. Fuck Nemesis Inferno. Oh my god, no. No slap happy today. Uh, in any case, I'm really excited to get that started. But that's all the reasons I've got for you today. I think it's about time we shuffle on to news. I've got two pieces of news. If that's all right. All right, go for it. Toss first it things in. first. Did you guys know there's a remake of Nosferatu happening? What? And guess who's going to play Nosferatu? Gary Oldman. Johnny Depp. Robert Pattinson. Oh, okay. I would think he'd want to stay very far away from another vampire role. I disagree. Role. I think he'd actually want to play a vampire. To, like, undo what he did? Or not he undo what like, When has he ever played a vampire? Nobody hates Twilight, Twilight more. When was that? Where, where oh. were the vampires in Twilight? When was he a vampire? Uh, I what you mean, Look, still. man, nobody hates, nobody hates Twilight more than Robert Pattinson. That's yeah. why, yeah. So I'm excited for him to actually get to play a vampire. Okay, he's in talks fair. right now, but I didn't even know there was going to be a re remake of Me it. Me neither. Because he's a good actor. 
Oh so, yeah, he's, he's great. I, Last, I like Robert. He's also. I'm sorry. He's also my current headcanon. If they ever do another Resident Evil movie, I want him to be Leon. I think he'd be fantastic. I think he could do it. I yeah. saw him in Tenet, and he looks like RE6 Leon. Pretty a little cool. bit, yeah. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Lastly, uh, a, a team of hackers stole a bunch of data, about 700 gigabytes worth of data from EA, Electronic Damn, Arts. that's like one Battlefield game. <laughs> Close. Uh, they stole <laughs> the Frostbite. That's all the data for two season passes. Yeah. They stole, <laughs> they stole the Frostbite engine, the source code for FIFA 21, so and that the, means they stole the next eight FIFA games. Do you get that? There's a lot of bastards. jokes. Like, there's a lot of jokes here because this is horrible to happen to a company, but EA is such like a uh, ill-mannered or like what's the word I'm looking for? They just don't care. It's like it's like if someone stole from Putin. Like no one gives a fuck. I guess so. <laughs> they I guess deserve so. it. Yeah, it's a bit of a comparison between Putin and EA. But Whatever, yeah, I guess man. So. Which is saying something because yeah. I'm here singing the praises of Mass Effect, which oh. is an EA game. That is true, but who who's responsible for all the fucking problems in the third game that everyone has a problem uh, uh-huh, with? Correct. So, you know, like, anyway, this is terrible for the people who, who had their information stolen. But EA, they maybe, They also you stole know, the code for the matchmaking servers. Interesting. It's weird. I have no no sympathy or no sorrow yeah. for this. It's empathy. That's the word. Yep. Uh, that's it for my news. Okay. Uh, I have quick recents. Go for it. All right. So news here we go. Recents. Oh, you're so right. My recents already happened. Here's the news. The <laughs> fucking news flash. Let's short. get right to the news. Uh, so Dead by Daylight. I'm pretty much just keeping you all updated with all the shits going on in Dead by Daylight. They are updating all their character models. So they Dead by Daylight had maps and characters, and now they are redoing all of their maps and now all of their characters. So because my theory is instead of having a Dead by Daylight 2 which would be where all this happens, so they don't have to redo all the licenses because they're not getting Freddy Krueger again. Because okay. I don't know why Universal's just don't ever talk to us about Freddy Krueger. Oh, it's like, okay. I think that's New Line, not even Universal. Oh, okay, New Line. Yeah, and they, they keep wanting to do stuff, but they're like, New Line's like, no, stop touching Freddy Krueger. And it's like, but but you gave us him. In any case, so they're just updating things, and then that's Dead that's by That's actually one of, the reason, one of the problems with Friday the 13th. Jason's... Yeah. Right now, there's there's three people trying to fight to have the rights to Friday the 13th, which yep. is uh, Paramount, uh, New Line, and the guy who wrote the first two movies. Right. Hmm. I forgot his name. Let Still me think Jason would be a great ad for Dead by Daylight. Oh, I never brought this up to you. Did we ever talk about this? That I think a great addition of the team for uh, Dead by Daylight would be Dean and, and what's his face, yes, Winchester. Yes, we did talk yeah. about this. Because I was thinking about Good Survivors, and that, that's a very good pull. Yeah, that would be great. Um, Another quick thing, Overwatch also had a redesign for Overwatch 2. Uh, Victor Cunningham. Oh, no, Sean Cunningham. Sorry. Of oh. course. Uh, Fall Guys has a new skin, and it's 2B from Nier Automata. I think that's great. Sure. I, I, I would I, love I, it. I like seeing her skin as a little potato dude. It's cute. And I like the fact that the one character design on Fall Guys is just have eyes, and they covered that. So yeah. it's like it's just this covered mess. But I would actually really like it if you bought that DLC. It swapped out the soundtrack to have the Nier Automata soundtrack so that every relay is way more dramatic than it actually needs to be. I would love that. And then the last thing I got for news, which I have a feeling is going to show up for everyone else's too, Elden Ring. Yeah. Elden Ring. E3 is, or not E3. Yeah, E3 summer, is happening. Summer Game Series. Fest. <laughs> summer Fest. Summer, summer Game, game Fest. Fest. Yeah. Uh, fucking Hell in a Cell is happening yeah, right now. Uh, and- I'm going to see you at SummerSlam, brother. I'm going to throw you right off this cell and no one will ever see I you again. I got you for three minutes. Seven minutes. Bonesaw is ready. Seven minutes is all, right, all I have to do with you. If we're all done with our 
<laughs> anyway, and that's all. You the hear me, robots? Don't age. I got you, and I'm gonna pound you. Oh my gosh! Buy him dinner first. Uh, in any case, Elden he Ring. Ain't worth it, brother. I don't know anything about it. It looks pretty cool, and that's Ow, my it. Throat. That's Visually, it looked amazing. Got a lot of cool ideas. A lot like Killer Seven. So, I'm like good ideas. Earlier, uh uh-huh. we talked about Critical Role. Yes. So earlier today, they officially announced their new show. Not it's not an animated series. Mm. It's a new game. It's a new uh, Dungeons and Dragons game. Okay. Matt Mercer is not the DM. He's a player. Yeah, something tells me he wanted to play. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. He's like, can I can Any I play good now? DM you could tell to play. because he he wanted to. He's been on like Dimension Twenty a bunch of times mm. with Brendan Lee Mulligan, and he loved the fuck out of it. Oh. I love like how even Matt Mercer like will actively tell you I learned so much from Brendan Lee Mulligan. Hmm. For those of you who don't know, Brendan Lee Mulligan is the uh, is the DM for Dimension Twenty, which is College Humor's D and D thing. The other Brandon Lee. Uh, what? Because Brandon Lee's also in the Crow. Bre- not Brandon Lee, Brennan Lee. Oh, Mulligan. okay. I was hearing Brandon. My bad. Um, but yeah, because he is a great DM, and I love that even Matt Mercer's like, no, he really is fantastic. Hmm. Uh, so Matt Mercer gets to play, which is awesome. Okay. The new DM is a lady named Abria. Okay. Uh, they released, they, they did a release trailer where they had like a meet the cast of, uh, of the show. Uh, and they talked and she, and she, uh, she's actually been on dimension 20 a few times. So I know her, I like her, but both her and Matt talked about like, it's a big responsibility, like both from Matt's standpoint, because like Exandria is an official place in D and D now. Okay. But in terms of DMing, yes. I'm assuming there's a team, and it's not just the DM coming up with the story. No, it's for this. just Matt Mercer. So Matt Mercer is writing all of this. There's yes. no staff behind no. this show that has crazy. Okay. No, 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 no. Interesting. Okay. Uh, despite what some people think, there are people online who think that the Critical Role is scripted. Well, not that that. I'm saying like, if you're building a campaign, why wouldn't he accept help? You know what I mean? Because that's just not how D and D works, man. That's usually you could just have people a... help you make your campaign. Yeah, really? Yeah, totally. I-, I am not even a good DM, and I ask for help building shit. Two in for Fan Freak's question of the week, <laughs> <laughs> dude. We need to do a Fan Freak's D and D stream or something. But honestly, I'm pretty apprehensive about it. If we did a D and D stream, who would be our DM? Because we all have to play. Oh, Michael T. Robbins. I mean, we're we're coming up with options here. If you feel as though you know fan freaks or fan freaks, that too. If you know fan freaks <laughs> and D and D, hit us up. Um, I have nobody else. Uh, Chris, who? Chris. We can't. Oh, okay. Chris. We can't He's deliberate. He's here for the shot. We can't deliberate right now. We can't make any firm statements here on recording. Do you want to? Moving forward, I'm excited for this new show. I don't know that uh, I don't only know only because the returning cast members. Or it doesn't, like, all of my favorite cast members aren't on it, mm-hmm. which is a, kind of a bummer for me. Travis Willingham's not on it, Laura Bailey isn't on it, and Sam Regal isn't on it. Mm. And they're the, and they're my favorite in the cast. Instead, the pe- the returning people are Matt as a player, mm-hmm. uh, and then we have Ashley. Uh, shit, I forgot her last name. Williams? No. Birch? Mass Effect. God damn it. <laughs> Ashley is the voice of Ellie in, in The oh, Last Ashley of Us. Oh, Ashley Lee Ball or whatever? No. Fuck. Oh. Okay, all right. It's fine. We can get it anyway, wrong. It's and, okay. Uh, and Liam O'Brien. And I'm just really worried that Liam O'Brien is going to play another really dark, de- uh, really dark, depressed character. 
Because it's just been like uh, a recurring He always theme. sounds like this in every character. No, not really. I am but... Grimoire Vice. <laughs> Sora's Wrath. Like, why don't Brazzers get their porn stars together and do a and d campaign? I'm sure it's got to be a thing. I think people get distracted. That has to be a thing, right? Sexy D&D? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming someone's foreplay routine is to play <laughs> D&D like at some Tentacle point. Tentacle roll. Tentacle roll. Wow. Yeah. I like that. Or Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Dungeons and Doms. There you go. Uh, D&D. Yeah. Perfect. Um, we still don't have a trailer for the Netflix Cowboy Bebop series. Well, there was an interview. Yeah. Hang I saw on. that. Yeah. However, I was, I was, I, I was tentative about this show before, but now my hype has been turned up to eleven. Okay, because Yoko Kano has come back to compose the yeah. music for the series. Also, have you seen? She's John the Cho's original hair? composer of uh, of the original series. Okay, and music is such an important part of the series, like I- the soundtrack. What? Have you seen his hair? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. It looks a little weird. Aww, he like looks it. cute though, but it looks—I don't know—it doesn't. That's not what Spike's hair looks like in my head. But whatever, I, I don't hate it. Um, but yeah, Yoko Kano's coming back for the series, uh, which excites the fuck out of me. I'm glad that you know at least the music composition of the series will stay intact, so a lot of the feel should be there. And it's coming out this year, I believe. Sometime this year, yes. <laughs> But, you know, who knows when? Uh, also, we got an extended look at He-Man. Yeah, we did. Uh, how do you feel about it? It looks so good, man. But you said something in the car that it looks a little like another I, show. Everything, every animated series Netflix is putting out now looks like Castlevania. Is that such a bad uh, it, thing, though? Is it the animation studio? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if it's the same studio or not, but it looks like it. Because Blood of Zeus was yeah, the same Blood of studio. Zeus, same, yeah. st- same style. I liked Blood but, of Zeus. But that's the thing, though. I can't knock them for having a good animation studio. I know, you know? but like, it just, it's it's we like, yeah, you're you're not wrong. It, it looks great. Don't get me wrong. It's similar in theming, but it, they're a good studio. They're doing everything right. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, like I said, it looks fantastic. Uh, Fucking Mark Hamill voicing Skeletor. Of course, mm-hmm. not not a hard reach to say the least. Yeah, uh, look, visually it looks stunning. Uh, Doug, I know this isn't the first modern He-Man series, but for those of you who don't know, oh, in, yeah. in the original He-Man series, he couldn't hit or uh, hit anybody with his sword because the censors wouldn't allow it. Oh, I didn't if know. If you that. watch the whole original series, he never uses his sword against anybody. Did he have he have energy blasts or something? Right? Kind yeah, of. but Lionel fucking used this sword, uh, right? Uh, I think so, kind of. No, I think Lionel also had laser yeah. energy too. Yeah, uh, but in the trailer, we clearly see him wrecking some shit with the with with the sword. Wait, so hold it's on. Great. Remember how we were talking about grim dark yes. uh, fan like children's yes. cartoons and stuff? Why are we doing Powerpuff Girls and not He Man? He Man would fit the grim dark sure. thing way better. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. Yeah, uh, but it looks great. Uh, it, the tone looks right. Uh, the action looks great. I'm excited for it. It looks like it's going to be a nice modernization of the series. Yeah. Um, beyond that, we also got some... Uh, this is just random just because we've talked about it a bunch. Dove Cameron wants to make sure you're aware that the reshoots for Powerpuff Girls has nothing to do with the script leak. 
She so, wants to make sure you're aware of that. So you're telling us that that is the script you're using, so I no, will confirm not like it. I No, supposedly there are reshoots. So she, we, we don't know what the fuck is going yeah, on. Yeah, the they, they don't know what the fuck they're doing no. either. So. Uh, and that's pretty much it for me. Okay, so I think um, that's the end of our news. Yeah, I think that's the end of the news, and I think it's time for a break. All righty. Now, before we leave you... Uh, there is actually something really special going on, uh, going on right now in Dead by Daylight, and I thought I'd put my money where my mouth is once again, and I said I was gonna do this. Oh, when the Resident Evil chapter would come out for Dead by Daylight. So, welcome to another Fan Freak Sweepstakes. Uh, it's sponsored by Bone King over here. <laughs> uh, be sure to write in. Uh, how did we write do this before? In. Yeah, how did? Because people message Twitter. me from different things. Twitter. Yeah. But I, um, I don't want people to give their answers because I have a question. Well, DM the... So DM the Twitter account. All right, fine. DM the Twitter account with the answer to this question. So, because it's the Father's Day episode, I thought we could do something really interesting with that. In the Resident Evil novelization... Oh, for fuck's sakes. What is Jill Valentine's father's profession? Jesus fucking yeah, Christ, that's not something That's you could, a fucking deep that's, cut. That's not something you could fucking look up either, by the way, because this shit's just in the S.D. Perry novels. But if you've been listening to the show, I've said it multiple times because I still think it's one of my favorite tidbits of exposition. I'll be honest. I don't think I've ever remembered it. Well, that's why you're not getting a free chapter of, <laughs> of Dead by Daylight Resident Thank Evil. Thank God. I mean, no. Oh, oh yeah, you do. <laughs> But yeah, no. Uh, fucking uh, keep an eye out. The sweepstakes is live, people. And we'll Break. be right back. Hey, hey, this is Cody from the Robots Don't Age podcast, and you're listening to Fan Freaks. Be sure to follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Alrighty, you know what? I got this topic fucking down-packed, because if anybody knows daddies, it's the fucking Bone King over here. Oh. So starting out my list, number fucking one is Rex. Alright, now that's a fucking bad daddy if I've ever heard one. He is, like, extra fucking no. big whoa. and mean, whoa. so, like, he's a bad daddy. What? No, no, no. It's not bad daddies. It's bad fathers. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not understanding. What do you mean? Like the type that leave you going for smokes and never come back. Yeah, no, he, he yeah he would bang me and then leave me to no, go get no, no, smokes. No, no, no. I'm not understanding no, what the, no the plot is. The type Wait, that dads and no banging. The what? type that traumatize you, not the type that like give you a safe word. But I mean, it's not fun unless there's a little bit of drama. Okay. Okay. All right. A hundred percent emotional, nothing physical. You're right. You know what? In fact, I'll switch my list out for my list of all stars, worst dads in fiction. Oh. Hey, well, whoops. Did I say all stars? I meant to say freaky five worst dads in media. My bad. It took me a second. We're not all starring these. There's nothing all star about these folks. So, uh, we're hoping today, you know, since it's Father's Day, everyone's going to be, as we said with the Mother's Day episode, since everyone's going to be talking about how great some fathers are, we're going to go ahead and focus on the worst fathers and show you how not to be. We wanted to make sure and do this episode before Father's Day, mm. so, that when, so that when you're all sitting in your Father's Day barbecue and you're cringing at your dad's jokes... You could remember this list. Right. And really appreciate the father you have. How much worse it could have been. <laughs> or right. play it at the barbecue. Just like <laughs> I play us at the barbecue. I generally think we're doing something special here because it's like we are making the good fathers even more special right. without over-exhausting about them. We are showing a nice contrast. Absolutely. I like that. So who wants to start us out? I'll uh, go ahead and start us off. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. The rude stepping in. So we're going to start off at number five. Yeah. And this is someone that that uh, the series showed up in our Mother's Day list. Okay. 
We had Cersei Lannister as a terrible mother. Yeah, that was right. my pick. Well, let's start with let, let's get to what one of the reasons she's a terrible mother. Her father, Tywin Lannister. Hmm. Really good pick. Holy shit, man. Like, you want to talk about A? Someone who clearly has no idea what the fuck his kids are doing. <laughs> B, abusive B, shit. an abusive fuck who actively ignores one of his children because they're deformed. Yeah, I, I mean, like, irredeemable. Really, he's irredeemable as fuck. Hmm. You can't, there's no if ands, or buts about it. He's just... A terrible person. Now, I will. I, I am going to say that uh, the order of my list gets a little weird at times, but uh, you know, just stick with me. Okay, right, we're yeah. with you. So, number five is Tywin Lannister. Number four. From Game of number four is Humbert Humbert from fuck? Lolita. Yeah. Whoa, where the fuck did this come from? Sorry, I know that character. I don't. Who's it, it, the book Lolita? I shit you not, so, Adrian. That's the inspiration for Harry Mason. Yes. So yeah, it's kind of we established that stepfathers should count for this list, just like stepmothers if, if did. If they raised them, yes. So wouldn't you agree that someone who marries a woman just to, to get, get to her mm. daughter is a pretty shitty stepfather? Yeah, and it's even worse because they play it for jokes. And there's another guy because they're tying uh-huh. for the little young girl's affection. It's really fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. It's uh. a gr- it's a weird fucking book, and but he's he inarguably. Gross. And the inspiration for Harry Mason? Yep. Because Japan saw that and said, what a nice father. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's also a Japanese band called Humbert Humbert. Oh, wow, I didn't think. Really weird. Who the fuck is passing around Lolita in Japan? <laughs> uh, Yeah, I mean, inarguably, that's just gross. No, yeah, right? obviously. We all agree. We all agree. Disgusting. Cool. Uh, number, th- number three on my list, Gendo Igari from Evangelion. Oh, wow. Okay. You want to talk about a absentee father who actively lets his son basically be experimented Shh, upon? Get in the robot. Shh, just get in the robot. <laughs> Shh, sh- shut up. Shut the, shut the fuck up again. Get, get in the fucking. Get in the, Stop talking and just get in the robot. And you we're gonna make Ray go through it again. <laughs> not only is he a horrible father to Shinji, but he's arguably Ray's father also, mm. and literally just. This horribly fucked up creature. The word disposable comes to mind. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> that seems to be. That is exactly there. what how he thinks of his children as uh, disposable, like yeah. inarguably. Like mm-hmm. he, anime has a lot of really good. Dads, yeah, I was gonna say I feel like or bad anime, dads. They, I guess they never want to write a good dad character, so it's better. It was easier honestly. For them to write it this I, way. I, I had to actually work on not putting anime entries in my list hmm. because okay. most of the entries I could come up with were from anime. Like, a lot of them are pretty rough. Uh, But yeah, I'm going to go ahead and move on to my number two. Number two. And it's a classic bad father. A big number two. uh, Yes, uh, it's a huge number two. I mean, it's like literally like it's probably, I would argue, one of the biggest pop cultural bad fathers. I think I know. Maybe. It's Jack Torrance from The Shining. Oh, I. Great fucking pick. I don't know. Excuse me? I don't know, because ultimately it wasn't him that made everyone go. Because he was affected by the things at the Overlook Hotel. He initially had an incident with, with what's-his-face child, I forgot the name of our Danny Torrance. Danny, yeah. And, and he felt bad about that. Uh-huh. And for all about that is about reconciliation until the hotel takes that and inverses it and makes him murder no, his family. No, it's, it's, it's understood, particularly in the film in the beginning and in the book, 
he has beaten Danny in the past yeah. but and it, his wife. But it wasn't beaten. He grabbed him too hard. and it cause No, no, no. It was it's an accident, he said. Uh-huh. That's what he says. So I don't know. Yeah, but also... The, really? The You're going to take the abusive father's word. <laughs> but even fucking Olive Oil said it. She was like... Oh, freaking... <laughs> Wendy's traumatized, dude. Even, she even she freaking... is already a fucking black eye when she's saying that. But no, what? What? All right, there was a whole part where it was like, yes, there was that uncontrolled rage that he had, but he didn't hate his family. It's just that the hotel made him hate his no, family. The hotel just blood. brought that demon out of him. Okay. That he had it already every him. time he drank. But he, Jack Torrance uh, is a great pick. I'm sorry. Continue. I don't think he's a bad dad. I think he's a bad drunk. Wow. Wow. The opinions of no, Bone no, King no, TV he, do no, not no, represent. No, you don't understand. I'm not saying that like, oh, he was drunk, therefore he's a good dad. I'm saying that he was actively stopping drinking. It was just that the ghost of the house broke him. That's how that story but happened. The, the ghost, all the ghosts of the house did was bring out his inner demon. Well, they also populated the house with tons of freaky shit and, sure. and, a, and a fursuiter getting a blowjob. Like, there was all sorts of <laughs> random shit that the ghost did. So, uh-huh. I don't know. No, man. I'm sorry. I don't sorry. know. I, okay. I'll let you have it. But I'm, I am I feel like there was some ghost intervention there. Because it's like saying... I feel like you need to re-watch The Shining and or re-read The Shining. Okay. I, I don't know about the book because obviously I didn't read that. But I, I will re-watch the intro to see if that was actually on purpose. Like, cause I I took it at what Jack Torrance said. Like, I got a little drunk and I went too far, and I'll never do it again. And then the ghost but that's overturned like a classic, that. Like, right? But that was his character. Like, I don't know. That was hell, his art. Danny asked Dad, "Can I go to the bathroom?" And he said, "Sport, you should have gone before. Now you're gonna have to hold it." That's just what? That's not really abusive. That's just it's kind the kid. Of abusive. What? It wasn't Bro, like, Dad, you didn't let me... damage, man. I know, but it wasn't, Dad, you didn't let me pee for the past three stops. It was just, you know what? You didn't tell me, son. It, it's Anyway, he's pretty fucked up towards the end. Yes, uh, I agree with that. Yes. I'm worried what's on your list. <laughs> Jesus. All right, continue. I'm what's not, your, okay. I hate how this has turned into me defending a fucking drunk. Uh-huh. This yeah, is a show that. idea is I've been working on. It, it's not what I wanted. Yes, actually, we should have a versus on Jack Torrance. In any case, In what's next? Of, what's next on your list? So, no, no, no. He's got to do his honorable mentions. I, I want to do some honorable mentions Oh, that mentions was number two? Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Honorable mentions. Uh, just because I mentioned her in our Bad Mothers, you got to talk about Mr. Cobblepot. Because right. he's equally responsible for abandoning his child. Right. right. Uh, Mr. Wormwood from Matilda, another great, uh, horrible father. Mm. Uh, we have uh, fucking from Arrested Development. Um, uh, George Bluth. There you go, Senior. George Bluth. Horrible father. Mm. Also, my honorable mention. Nice. Yeah, he's just a, a sack of garbage. And you could argue look, he, he was never really going to be on my list, but Red from that 70s show. Not the most supportive dad. Well, I think he's a great dad, but he's not taking shit from anyone. He's not a nice dad, but he is a dad. Shut up, dumbass, or else I'll shove my foot up your ass. See, he'd only say that if he loved me. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> Al Bundy? What is it with you? <laughs> I don't I'm know. really worried now. I like aggressive daddies. I don't know what you want. Al Bundy, Homer Simpson. These are all not Homer, the Peter no, Griffin's no. probably the worst. Peter Griffin's a bad dad. Peter Griffin's Homer bad. loves Maggie. Just because he loved like just one because, of them. 
He has three. He forgets. Just because you love someone doesn't mean you're not bad to them, though. Sure, but he does ultimately Carrie's care. mother loved her. He No. Well, okay. Carrie's <laughs> mother was obsessed with her faith over uh-huh. her daughter. I don't... Homer cares about his, his kids. Bro, he is like a... He's I know. Defending. Because you didn't see that episode. Do it for her. I did it see was that such episode. a sweet episode. We, yes, that but one again, episode. One episode does not. Does, first off, he's literally constantly choking his son. Oh, yes. If Yes. If you want to bring the cartoon elements into real that's, world, yes. That's the whole thing cartoon, George. Tom, and, Tom is so violent towards Jerry. Yes. He is just beating that But mouse. Tom is acting in self defense. Tom is, yes. Okay, I want to yeah. make sure no, no, that's no, no, correct there. <laughs> Hold yeah. on. Tom, Tom Homer is telling Bart, it is the worst day of your life so far. <laughs> yeah. Well, because no, that, that that is, he's being honest. That's true. I mean, that, yeah, that, that, that's actually exciting about But that's about for also life. something your dad's just, supposed to reassure you, I, supposed to comfort you. I haven't found a single scene where P- Peter Griffin literally cares at all about Fair. his kids. Like, there's no episode like that. But continue. Yes. None no, I agree. of his kids he cares. Uh, None. Darth Vader. Absentee father. But, okay, this was another thing that I wasn't sure if it was a lot on the list. Redeemable towards the end. Just what? Just because he electrocutes the guy or just because he fights the guy who's been torturing him for the past? Like, no. And lets Luke get out and rekindles. Great. I'm not saying it's enough for me, but that is a theme that's going to come up here often. Okay. Fuck him. Uh, (laughs) Also, uh, I did have a net on mine. Royal Tenenbaum of the Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. Global father. Um,. And Ted Mosby. Right, right. You know, I sat down to hear how you met my mother, not how you slept how with you, all these different how you women. Banged with, how you bang, try to bang my aunt for eight years. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's uh, very awkward. Uh, I also want to bring up uh, Ed and Al's father from Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, yeah. The the epitome of Lee for one? Smokes. Yeah, the <laughs> epitome of Lee for Smokes. No, he's my honorable mention. Oh, okay. Daddy because went out for the Philosopher's Stone. Let's go ahead and get into my number one. I think I know who it is. Anyone who's spoken to me on Fan Freaks at this point should know. Uh-huh. Particularly Jesus Valentine. Uh-huh. Fuck you, Jesus. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Uh-huh. The Easter Bunny's going to be pissed. Uh-huh. It's not like he Because listens. I am very easy to troll. I really am. Because there's one popular thing that the internet loves to use for trolling. And that's Shao fucking Tucker from Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. We can all agree, experimenting on your dog, bad. Experimenting on your daughter, very bad. Experimenting on both, fuck you. Well, in the same experiment. Uh-huh. <laughs> we should also probably annotate that. Like, it's not he was just doing really, both. Like, I, I truly, truly have a visceral, emotional reaction to both versions of the animated Shao Tucker. Both. I thought you were going to have a different number one, but okay. I think this is a too. really good number one, though. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was an <laughs> ongoing, This character is like, the reason thing. why I stopped watching that anime. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Like, I will... I've rewatched Full Metal Alchemist, both the original and Brotherhood. Uh, I have never, I've, I have never seen Shao Tucker's scene in Brotherhood. Uh, uh. because he, I, I he just gets skip it. a comeuppance at some point. Sure, but it's, but it's it doesn't matter. Yeah. This doesn't matter. No, the damage yeah. is done. It's 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 really really. Could rough. you give us your five again, bro? Yes, gladly. Uh, my number five, Tywin Lannister from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number four, Humbert Humbert from Lolita. Such a random pick. Yeah, okay. No, that's a good deep cut. It's a good pick, but it's a deep cut. Yes, it is. Go ahead. Um, uh, Number uh, number three, Jendo Ikari from Evangelion. Uh Uh-huh. 
Uh, number two, Jack Torrance, and number one uh, from uh, The Shining, and number one, Shao Tucker from Full Metal Alchemist. Mm-hmm. Shao Tucker must die. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> this is Bad Fathers from uh from all media, right? Yes. Right. So like, do Bad Fathers and songs count? Uh, I, Papa don't preach. I guess. What do you what do you got for me here? So, then songs count. Yeah. Because okay. arguably the father from the song uh, Annie's dad from the song "Wrong Way" by Sublime should be on the list. I feel like opening up the songs. <laughs> I, I didn't even think about that. There's a ton I of. I mean, he actively he yeah. he clearly molests his daughter, lets her be a prostitute, and clearly lets her her brothers do something to Annie. So hey, what an honorable mention! I'm just saying, <laughs> it's uh, just something worth mentioning. That's all, all right, uh, should I go? Yeah, go for it. Go all ahead, right, really dude. quick. Uh, my number five, Red Skull. Okay, uh, he's a dad. Yeah, he is a dad. Guess what his daughter's name is? Pink Skull. Sin. <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah, fits with the so name. So finds King? out. Uh, you know, he doesn't give a shit about the woman he creates this child with. Kind of lets her die. Uh, she dies in childbirth. Sees that it's a daughter. He goes to pull a Hayachi and throws the daughter over a fucking cliff. Doesn't. Instead, instills in her, like, gender dysmorphia or whatever. Like, makes her wish she was born a, a boy. And fucking oh, hates so herself. Oh, and she also mutilates herself to look like Red Skull right. oh in order God. to fucking please him. Yeah. She's also responsible for the fear itself story arc, which killed a lot of humans. <laughs> uh, number four, you had him as a dishonorable mention. I have him here. Ted fucking Mosby. Yeah. Nine goddamn seasons. Jesus. Yeah. All to fuck your aunt. Not mm-hmm. even your real aunt. The friend of the family aunt. We've been eating a family of spiders that we've raised in this cup. Yeah. You've seen that, right? <laughs> it was like a little promo thing from before the last season of uh, How I Met Your Mother. Where it's like the two kids are like, Dad, get to the point. Yeah. I've been eat- me- we've just been eating this family of spiders that we've been growing in this cup under the sofa. Do you know what it does to you when the Earl only girl you've known through puberty is your sister? Makes you think stuff. Messed up stuff. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) It was a lot. Just fuck him. He's just a terrible human. Yeah, agreed. You also had him as a dishonorable mention, but Mr. Wormwood. Ah, Matilda was such a great film. And Danny DeVito, hats off. He actually has two bad dads. One of my dishonorable mentions is Frank Reynolds from Always Sunny. Oh, yeah. The way he treats Dee and Dennis and creates a sociopath in Dennis. Uh Uh-huh, absolutely. Wormwood... Huge piece of shit. Mistreats Matilda all the time. Yep. Uh, number two, thank you for giving this to me. Motherfucking Kakarot Goku. Go uh, fuck yourself. I was waiting Cell for this. Cell Saga, motherfucker. How the fuck are you going to give Cell a sensu bean right before you throw your 11-year-old kid just to the fucking wolves at that point? I mean, if my son wins an easy match, does it? Is he really my son? 
What wow, the fuck George. is it with you? I'm just saying what that. What the fuck is no, it with I'm you? I'm just saying these. These are my thoughts. This is what Goku must have thought, right? No, Goku doesn't think. Yeah, exactly. I guess that is also a good point. He and has look, too many concussions. Say whatever you want about their morality, because clearly one is more the villain than the other. Uh-huh. But in terms of being a father. Vegeta's got him beat for sure. Yeah, hands much down. Much better father. I mean, even Piccolo, and that's not even no, his real. Piccolo kid. is definitely In a better dad. Fucking canon. Goku didn't even kiss Chi-Chi to make Goten. Yeah, because Goku's was, like, what's and a kiss? Goku was dead when Goten was born. Uh huh. And what's, what's the first thing fault. he does when he comes back to Earth for twenty-four hours? Let's go train to f- defeat Majin Buu. Oh right. Yeah. Don't you want to meet your kid? Yeah. No. Can't be kid. Waste time. Must train. Uh-huh. <laughs> Must train to become Super Saiyan 3. Can the yeah. kid fight me? Is the kid strong? Because then I'd, I'd play with him. No? Okay, no. <laughs> uh, honorable, dishonorable mentions. Ethan Mars. Wow, that's a good oh. one. I mean, it's it's more just he kind of got distracted buying balloons. And that was the biggest thing. Just fuck Heavy Rain. <laughs> yeah. Just, just fuck him in Heavy Rain. Even uh, if you get the right wallet Sean! on the first thing, you still take too yeah, long. It's I bullshit. Know. Yeah, I know. I, I know. love the mod that just lets him repeat. That wasn't like a mod. Shot. That was a bug. Oh, okay. It was a bug, and it kept going even through the I ending. I love it's that great. shit. Just yeah. in great. the middle of the most dramatic moments. Sean! It's fantastic. Uh, I went heavy on You heavy had rain. him as well. I have him here. George Blue Sr. Yep. Not only is he a piece of shit to just his family, but the fact that he named one of his kids Job uh-huh. is a crime against humanity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, and this is a fucking deep cut, John Milton from The Devil's Advocate. Literally Satan himself. Okay. Betrays his son, has sex with his son's wife, drives his son's wife insane into suicide. Jesus, okay. All to force his son to fuck his other daughter, which is his half-sister, to create the Antichrist. Extensive. Okay. This is my number one for a reason. Uh Uh And if and when the son fails, he time loops it. Okay. To be fair, he's the devil. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, you know, I... I couldn't think of a worse dad no, than I him. No, I agree. It's just, you know, it's not like it's not like he could be a good dad. <laughs> I mean, th- there could be different ver- forms I know, of we'll saying say that. This. The know, version like, in Little Nicky? Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, that's a good dad. I, uh-huh. That's no a real one good of them dad. had to make him a good dad father in I, something. I, I, I will like, say this. Yeah. I really do appreciate The Devil's Advocate. It's a phenomenal film. Please watch it. Oh, yeah. Please watch it. Absolutely. Al Pacino delivers, like, the best monologue I've ever seen in my life. But uh, no, that that's a good number one. Really, oh, uh, hit us up with your list again. Red Skull, Ted Mosby of How I Met Your Mother. Bro, the fact that I put Ted Mosby ahead of a literal Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. Like, I don't. I think I should switch. <laughs> but <laughs> Mr. Wormwood, Wormwood, uh-huh. Goku, and John Milton from uh, Devil's Advocate. Okay, I really like the John Milton though. Thank you. I, I'm surprised you didn't go with one that I thought for sure you were going to get. Okay. I left it for you. I actually know Well, who hit us is. up with your well, list I'm then. Not, he's not going to be on my list because I already have my list, buddy. All right, so here we go. Here's my Best my for last, bud. 
Bone King TV's worst dads list, and I'm hoping to start as many stinks as I can. I mean, considering how you've been like defending some of them on yeah, our I list, know. like oh, what I'm, the fuck I'm are you? I'm swinging. Uh, by the way, I'm fucking around. Obviously, these people are messed up. No, you're up. not. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Well, I might be fucking around with them. Who knows? Um, oh, probably not. Probably. <laughs> uh, in any case, number five, James McLeod from Star Fox. Okay. Are you alive or are you not, asshole? Because you seem to pop up at the worst times and you just never make a contact Wait, you want ever. Shigeru Miyamoto to make a consistent story? Or at least not make the same game over and over again like he does with Star Fox? I'm sorry, but that's literally everything Nintendo no, has. No, 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 no. At least there's different variables in other games. You are fighting the same bosses in yeah. ev- almost every Star Excuse Fox Excuse me, game. how many times do you fight Ganon? It'll be different forms of Ganon in How different ways. How many times ways. you fight Bowser? It'll be different forms of Bowser in different ways. There's different fucking... 64 has three different rooms, at least. But it's the same Bowser. And that is the same. But uh, you know what? Sunshine had a hot tub. Uh, <laughs> fucking uh, one of the games had him in a car. Like, they do different things. But it's still Bowser. I just want but to, Star to Fo- be a, a note really to the audience. Best dads, Bowser was on his list. Damn uh-huh. right, because he was a good father. James McCloud is not. My okay. whole point is, is because he lo- lets the entire world believe he's dead, but when he's most obviously not, because he's always there to save Fox at the end. And this would have worked as like, oh, I ran into my dad once when I was fighting Andros, and I never ran into him again. He comes back at the end of every game to save Cloud. So are you alive, asshole, or are you not? If at you- least he comes back. But if you are... Acknowledge your family and don't fucking pretend to be he dead and off the for radar. Cigarettes, man. He, yeah, it's just like I'll save you now, but I gotta go get these cigarettes. They're really important. I'm sorry. I I don't know. You, just because you're wearing sunglasses doesn't mean it's gonna be fine, Dad. I'm just saying. Okay. So James McCloud, number five. So James McCloud is Master Miller. Got it. Jesus Christ. All right, number four. <laughs> now I'm actually kind of conflicted on this one. Uh, I have me- I have many options for this one. I'm kind of worried. There's a uh, dishonorable mentions for a reason. Bro. I know, but it's like okay, all right. Come so on, the- out with it. This is what we'll do. All right. So because I had uh, Annette Birkin uh-huh. as the 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 terrible William? mom, I wanted to go William, right? Because I mean, he's barely a dad. But is that fair? It's kind of the same thing, right? It's the same exact thing where with a net. That's that's why I had like Mister Cobblepot my honorable mentions. Right. Same exact reasons. So then I'm gonna go ahead and switch this one out for Peter Wayland. Okay. From Alien Prometheus fame. Sure. He's a consistent like uh you know business owner. Who's this kid? He's got multiple kids. The blonde lady is, is one of them. But I mean, like, oh wow, Prometheus. Yeah, like, but my whole point I barely is, barely remember that movie. He constantly man. is in the pursuit of eternal life, no matter how many people he throws under the bus to get there, including his own family members. Yeah. And like, okay. you know what I mean? So he's he's a giant asshole, and I really wasn't sure whether, because again, I his keep, only true child is Waylon Yutani Corp. That yeah, I guess, and the aliens, I guess. Yeah, he's, I guess. he's really. An, oh, I don't well, know. No, if that's, anything, it's the androids. Yeah, I was gonna say that might be what's his face's son. Actually, yeah, David. David's son, right? Um, David's children. Mm-hmm. Look, look into my eggs. I promise it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I've always said there's a big connection between Resident Evil and Aliens, Wayland Corp, Umbrella Corp. Could it be? There's a lot of similarities here, so I'm gonna go ahead and give number four spots to Peter Wayland. Originally, it was Birkin, but I feel like I'd just be repeating the same thing that I yeah, said in the last. Put episode. him in a dishonorable mention. Right. All right. All right. So then moving on. Number three, Gwyn from Dark Souls. Oh. If you listen to some of the stuff, like if you read okay. about the lore of Gwyn, he's an asshole to his yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you, if you are his son or daughter, 
and, and you show any affinity to dragons, he's like, motherfucker, I'm not having my kid hanging out with no dirty dragons. And that's like the biggest thing for him. And he gets very anal about it to the point where he disowns his son. And that's how you get the nameless king. He's nameless because he's disowned for fucking around with the dragons. Also, there's Gwendolyn who's kept like in an illusion right. because um, I, 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 I'm probably going to get this wrong. But like this person, um, uh, Gwendolyn was born uh, a male, but they are actually trans but Gwyn, Gwyn didn't accept that, so they locked them away in an illusion to basically be there forever so he didn't have to acknowledge them. God damn. Yeah, Gwyn's an asshole. He kind of puts a lot of people in areas where, like, you're stuck there doing something because I say so. Bye! So I'm going to go ahead and put Gwyn from Dark Souls on my list there. Number two. Number two. Um, I like that pick, by the way. Thank you. I, I I no doubt there's a better lore expert in Dark Souls who's like, there's so much worse. Oh, no, there really are. There are. I just have not caught yeah. on. He's like the Zeus of that timeline. He does a lot of fucked up shit. Um, no, I know. I said, hey, I know. Number two, Al Marsh from It. Beverly's dad. Oh. Yeah, that's good. He's, that's a good cut now, right I there. I know that's basically you could swap this out for any Stephen King parental father, figure. Yeah. There's a lot of father figures in Stephen no, King No, but he's novels, a good one. But he's one of the more ones that people are more uh, aware of. Yeah, for Besides, sure, I guess, sure. Jack Torrance. Right. Which I could argue something for Jack Torrance. I can't argue anything for yeah, him. Yeah, for he sure. He is a fucking monster, and he constantly abuses. Oh, you have limits abuses. then. All right. I do. All right, asshole? And knowing <laughs> your limits is important. You're still my little girl, right? Ah, creep factor times a thousand. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, no. So I, I felt like the actor did a great job portraying that. He did. And I definitely got what they were going for. Uh, which, which Al Marsh do you prefer? The Tim Curry Al Marsh? Or? No, well... Tim Curry was never like Al Marsh. The, like, no, the TV series Al oh, Marsh. Oh, the remake Marsh or the original Marsh? The, the yeah. remake Marsh The remake Marsh because they go a little bit more into yeah. it. They, it in it's, the, it's a lot. Yeah, because right. they, they kind of spread it out a little bit in the original, and that one they go really harm, ham in Beverly's thing. But no, I, I think, because again, though, <laughs> oh. then you can turn my argument against me if you really want it and be like, well, Al is being affected by Pennywise, who is this constant AOE effect of is negativity. Is Probably... Yes and no in the sense like, that if anything, he is affected, but that was there to yeah, begin exactly. with. So, oh, I'm sorry. That's the same argument for Jack. No, because he... It's the same thing. No, it just brings out the inner demon. Because he didn't want to stop doing that. Beverly. Neither did Jack. No, Jack wanted to stop. No, he didn't. Dude. At least that's, that's what I got like, in the beginning. That's literally like abuser language. He was refusing alcohol for a reason in the beginning, and then they gave it to him, he broke. But sure. in any regard, Al is not that character. He is much worse. Now, I I'm will gonna, agree. I'm going to go to my honorable mentions. Dishonorable, dishonorable mentions. You're right, dishonorable mentions. And I have a feeling my dishonorable mentions are going to be, be uh, better than my actual list. Okay. So uh, feel free to jump in. Uh, so, uh, I didn't want to go Birkin, but I have plenty of other Resident Evil fathers to go to. Really quick. Yes. I can't believe you and I didn't mention, uh, Nate, uh, Nate, uh, the lone survivor of Fallout 4, by the way. I'm surprised you didn't bring up the dad from Fallout 3 oh! either. <laughs> he leaves He's a his kid Leon behind Eason? in a vault. Yeah. Yeah. He leaves his kid behind in a vault. Where he's safe. Yeah. With no indication of where he really is, I guess. I don't how know. Would you, how would you give an indication where you are? A no. But like Nate watches his his wife get killed. Nah. Watches his son gets taken, and then fucks around to fuck half the wasteland before finding his son. That's, that's every RPG. <laughs> that's though. us. Yeah. That's our fault. That's us doing that. So we're the, we're bad, the bad dads. dads. Yeah, we're the bad dads. But, but back to this real quick. Uh, Sorry. Go ahead. First one on my dishonorable mention: Zeus. 
Sure. It's kind of the big bad worst yeah, dad of them all. I can't believe I didn't miss yeah, yeah, it. Shocked it wasn't in your list. Yeah, just Zeus. And on yeah. top of that, Cronus. Sure. Who literally eats his children the minute they come yeah. out to stop a prophecy. So just, I, Greek mythology has a couple of bad yeah, dads yeah, yeah. just from the get-go. Um, You're this, right. I can't believe I didn't have him on my list. Right? There's Cervantes from Soul Calibur, uh-huh. who is Ivy's father and is a piece of shit. Um, Mr. C from Twin Peaks. You do not know this character yet, the dude, and I can't say anything about him, but if you know him, Mr. C, you know why he's an asshole. Okay. That, I can't, because it's a giant spoiler, anything I fucking start. Um, next one, Adam Shepard from Silent Hill, uh, which is uh, Alex's dad from Homecoming, piece of shit. I was surprised you didn't have Heihachi, the dude, because you mentioned him. I literally him. didn't have him so you could have him. I had enough. You didn't have to give me him. Anyway, Heihachi's a bad daddy, threw his son off a fucking cliff. Yeah, Heihachi um, Miyazma is a piece of shit. Yeah, and kind of continued that bad dad. I can't believe have... he's in your dishonorable mention. Yeah, it's Heihachi and then Kazuya are both dishonorable dads. Yeah, they're um, very fucking Tekken. It continues, because you'll find that bad dads lead into other bad dads yeah. if they don't fucking learn from it. Uh, other here's another thing beyond uh, Birkin, uh, Resident Evil dads. We had Wesker. Yep, who's of technically course. a father, but Does we really don't see. Does he know about Jake? Does he even acknowledge that? No, probably not. Which is probably no. Why but he's did a bad he dad. even know? Probably not. This is why it's not dishonorable mention. Fault, so then? I've been waiting for you to bring up one in particular because we talked about it in the car. Uh-huh. Big Boss. Was is he in your dishonorable mention? Big mentions? Boss. Yeah. Did Big Boss have a kid? Yes, two. Weren't they Le clones? So here's the thing. Yeah. They the, were clones. He but, didn't raise them. But they're not. But actually. he didn't raise them. I know. But they're still technically his children. I just wanted to see if he was on your list. No, I, no. Because okay, okay, I, I, I don't even see him raising him. He didn't raise right. him. But in any case. Um, exactly. He's an absentee father, George. Yes, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> dishonorable mention. I'm sorry. I'm going through them. It's okay. Jonas Venture. Yes. Which really good pick. Rusty's yes, a bad Rusty's dad, dad. But really only because good. Jonas was even he worse. He never had a good example of exactly. a um, Next up, another really, resident. Rusty's not even that bad. He's just more uh, lethargic yeah. about it. I don't know if you could have Wesker. That's my problem. This is why he's dishonorable mention. That's yeah. why I couldn't give him a spot. Same thing with this, Dario from Resident Evil 3. Russo? Yes, completely abandoned. So them funny to let enough, them get eaten. Why, we also talked about Dario from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. Yo, I was shocked. I thought for sure you were going to have Dio's we, dad. We talked about it. Because Dio's dad's a piece of shit. Yeah, he he's really is. He, he's this. the reason Dio is Dio. So if yeah. you're not going to have him on your honorable mention, I'll put this. Yeah. Fucking Dio's dad is Fuck horrible. It. Dario, Dario. Dario. Um, But then Dario Russo, who right. just lets his family get eaten. This is two a two-parter. I know. I'm sorry. I'm getting burned through these. It's okay, man. This Go is for a, it. A two-parter that I couldn't pick these because you never see them actually in the game besides okay. like a flash, really. Okay. They're both from Silent Hill, okay. and it's Angela's dad, right? And Walter's dad. Okay. Who are both abusive. Angela's pieces of shit. dad is flesh lips, right? It yes. no. Right. It, that's Mary. It, well, it's it's design aspects of the mouth things. He just took that from Francis Bacon. But no, I, it, like the the abstract daddy is is Angela's dad. Oh, the, the, the monster that's literally two people fucking. Yeah, that is Angela's dad as a monster Got personified. It. Okay. Um, but yes, um, Flesh Lips is another boss. Uh, Walter's dad just kind of abandons him in a hotel and makes him believe the hotel is his parents. 
So or apartment is his right. parents. So like I couldn't bring them up because they're not really characters, but they're terrible, terrible fathers and deserve to be on this list. Now, next one, Pete from Goof Troop. Is he a good this dad? Is still dishonorable yes. mentions? He kind of treats his son like a fucking slave, but I guess so. Not really. I mean he's a little rough, but he's not a bad dad. I guess so. And my last dishonorable mention, and here's one that I think is gonna be uh a little bit contentious. contentious? Dracula. Like the Castlevania, like Castlevania Dracula. Dracula. He's a great guy, but he did not no, he was really not extend the olive no, branch absolutely. for Alucard, really. But I also don't think he was a terror. Like, it's not like he abused Alucard. Oh, he's Alucard. not rank one on my no, list or he's anything. Like, he's an absentee father. He's five or four with James. He's, don't get me wrong. He's like a multi-century absentee father. Right. But, he had yeah. opportunities. Yeah, whereas other fathers are gone for like... A few decades, he was gone for like a hundred years. And it's like, so it's not great. But yeah, he didn't abuse him. He was around. But anyway, yeah. my number one worst fathers in fiction, because I feel like these are both the same character. Okay. And they're just put in two different series. Butters' dad from South Park <laughs> and Clay Puppington from Moral Oral. Okay. Bro, this is the first time I've seen anybody mention Moral yeah. These are Holy both the yeah. same archetype of sleazy father yeah. that explains away all of his terrible behavior as just, that's how things are, is a wholesome lesson for my son. Furthering his son's corruption into not knowing anything about the world. Damn, sure. dude. Moral Oral and Butters share very similar things because I would say Moral Oral's a better example, Because Moral Oral, they went fucking... Uh-huh. No, I'm sorry. I'm giving you a golf clap. Thank you, thank you. Because That's the, a great... I wasn't sure who to give it to, but they're both kind of the same archetype of, yes. I'm a good dad, but I'm really fucking not. But I would argue, like, uh, Clay is, is definitely... Is like, it's that same concept, but at 11. It's such a good pick. But I just thought, but then I think about Butters' dad selling Butters to Paris yes, Hilton. absolutely. Like, there's, there's just so many moments where he just was horrible to him. So, yeah, my number one is Butters' dad and Clay Puppington from fucking Moral Oral. So, what, should I go through my list? Yeah, please do. Number five, James McCloud from Star Fox. Number four, Wayl- uh, Peter Wayland from... Alien That's slash the only Wait, one I have an issue with in your picks. Well, because, all right, did you, do you feel better if I swap it out for Birkin? Because it was originally Birkin. No. It doesn't matter. It's your list. Go. It is your list. I got to pass the fucking standard three. here. Number three, Gwyn from Dark Souls. Uh, number two, Al Marsh from It. And number one, Butters' dad from South Park and Clay Puppington from Moral Oral. I'm like really it. surprised nobody put out Kratos. He's a he's great dad. A, he's not a great dad. He uh, well, killed the his daughter. One. Okay. Uh, first off, no, motherfucker. Yes, he killed his daughter, but he didn't know it was his daughter. We had a whole game of him being a good dad. Yeah, but he was a that bad was dad the before that. game. Okay, but now we get into the conversation of redeemability. You're he's sure. Trying. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't, be- he doesn't belong on the list just because, like, the only thing was he was distant. Right. But he was still taking well, care of his family. He was the spirit of pure rage. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, Adrian's talking about how he killed his daughter. Yeah, because Ares gave him a blood rage where he couldn't see who he was killing. Yeah, that, that was on purpose. And tortured him with it. That's pretty shitty. Yeah, I yeah. don't blame Kratos for that. You know, what's really funny. I did forget one character from my dishonorable mentions that, considering I just finished the series... Henry Lawson, Miranda's dad from uh, Mass oh, Effect. Oh yeah, no, he's terrible. Is a great pick here. First off, her his whole da- backstory is his, his da- fault. <laughs> his daughters are his daughter is a clone because he needed the perfect daughter. Yeah, yeah, to use her as basically his own personal tool of espionage. 
And then when she turns out to not be exactly what he wanted, he just makes another one. Yeah. Okay. And then literally takes part in uh, capturing refugees to turn them into slaves for the elusive man. Uh And then when his daughter tries to confront him about it, he holds his younger daughter up at gunpoint. So uh, that his first daughter won't kill him. Speaking of making another one, why didn't anyone bring that guy from Invincible? Uh, oh, Omni-Man? I, yeah, I was we, actually expecting you two to do it. I, I, I think we all avoided it because it was low-hanging fruit. We've talked about Omni-Man in... in but yes, he's, but he's a, a terrible great, father. Yeah, I concept for this. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, uh, Freaks, let us know, other people, we might not have mentioned on the list. Who do you guys think are some of the worst dads in media? Absolutely. Like, we could not have possibly covered this no. trope. Like, there's so many more yeah. out there. I would love to hear them. So be sure to message them on, uh, message us them. Uh, you could make an Fan argument Freaks. for Bruce Wayne. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, there is. That's a versus. Uh, Tony yeah. Soprano, Michael yeah. Corleone, you brought up. Uh-huh, Michael Look, Corleone. There are so many more options, and we want to hear all of yours over on our Fan Freaks Twitter, F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S. F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S. Stick with the, stick oh with the script. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm, I didn't see the script. Is that it over there? I like the double E. Uh-huh, uh-huh. More like double but, D. But ah. uh, the sweepstakes again. Oh, yes. Uh, So, sweepstakes. Uh... So we're doing, uh, yes, so I didn't clarify it before. It's actually, you're going to be getting the actual bundle. It's not just the Resident Evil chapter. Obviously, I'm not going to give you a DLC to a game you don't have. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm hoping that, you know, if you can respond to me, message uh, FanFreaks Twitter or I guess me uh, my Twitter, BoneKingTV. No, 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 let's stick it all in one place. Okay. DM the FanFreaks Twitter at F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S. Yes, the answer to this question, what is Jill Valentine's father's profession? Yes. Or I guess ex-profession, if you want to be that anal about it. Whatever. In any case, be sure to message that answer and you may Grave be digger. We will proud then, <laughs> owner of the Resident Evil chapter. We will chapter, then randomly choose one of the people who Was answered and you will get the copy of this on the platform of their choice? Yeah, well, I would, uh, yes. Okay, yeah. yeah, on the platform of your choice. I think okay. you really only have the option of... No, there's actually... It's, it's gonna on the platform. It's, it's yeah. On, no, it's on PlayStation. It's on a lot of things, actually. Yeah. I, I just hope the DLC comes out at the same time for oh, all the platforms. I think it is. I think so, yes. yes. But be sure to message us, and I'll be sure to get that in your hands. I'm excited to see where that goes. Airline pilot. <laughs> Damn it, you're not supposed to tell them! God of War. God, all right, you know what? Before you give away all the answers, let's go ahead and do some shout Use car salesman. Who wants <laughs> come to Valentine's Auto Parts? Uh, you lead us off. Uh, I want to I I shout out to our hunt boys. We got Jeff. We got Scott. We got uh, fucking Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus Christ was in this episode? Yes. Uh, we got Justin. Is he a bad dad? Not Jesus. God? His dad. Yeah. I mean, he... He killed the world so, with Noah's Ark. And I, I give you this in response. Well, okay. For the Jesus thing, it was himself. But so, it's still also his son. I know, but that's the weird thing about I the know. Holy yeah, but Trinity. Aren't we all God's kids? Didn't he fucking flood the earth? Uh-huh. Okay. So if we're all God's kids. Old Testament God's a dick. And man may not <laughs> lay with another man, then I guess we're all lesbians. It's a Bo what? Bur- it's a Bo Burnham joke. Oh, that's right. Yeah. God, special was so good. Uh, yeah, I also want to reach out to my uh, D&D people. Thank you so much, Chris and Jason, for listening in. You guys are awesome. Dante, my sister Cheyenne, I, I, your support truly means the world to me. All the freaks on the uh, all the freaks on the fa- on the Facebook page, and of course, uh, my favorite boners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tara and Beefy, thank you so much. Uh, By the way, you mentioned before that you may. Are you in one of those? 
uh, cosplay books. No, as well? Jesus. Okay, because <laughs> I, I, there was something there. No, I. There was a website I was a part of once upon a time where there used that, to be and pictures. That URL of, was. It, th- those pictures don't exist anymore. Uh, I'm sure some sort of backtracking and website. Uh, honestly, if you what about the Wayback Machine? That's if you, right. If you can find them, let me know because I'd love to see those pictures because I haven't seen them so in like beefy, 12 Tara, years. They're out there, out there somewhere. S-P-Y-D-R if you want to know the name I went oh by. Oh my God, Spider. his poor name was Spider like That's the right. Spider-Man douche uh, fan he is. <laughs> I'm just hey, picturing him showing up with like a porn soundtrack and going, the fear. I just, really? <laughs> you got that? I imagine him wearing the outfit from the Sam Raimi Spider-Man where he's in the wrestling ring. And he's just oh. like, I'm ready, guys. <laughs> and the fucking ski mask and shit. <laughs> that would be fun. Adrian. Um, so my shout-outs are Robot Stone Age, Cody, CJ, Kehlani, uh, Lindsay Misleading, our resident, uh, official resident, yes. Zatanna Zatara. I, 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 I can't believe we have... A resident Zatanna. That's dope. We're going to I have... I would love to have her on, Lindsay. Please be on. Yes, I know. I've been trying to work on that. We've got topics in store. We just need that microphone, Lindsay. We're working on it. I'll put in for it, man. Oh, my God. These promises made. Let me go into my uh, <laughs> shout-outs real quick. So, here we go. I got Von oh, shit, sorry. And Nicholas Uritic. Good yes, shit. Uh, next up, Von Condersmite, Beefy Sumo, Squinty, Screechy Kai, Lindsay Misleady, Azumi, Chinmaru, C Data GJ, and Boogle. Now, one last thing before I leave y'all. What, 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 what? Sorry, I pulled a rude. I forgot one. Oh, God. Uh, gay Gaming. Yes, Gay Gaming 101. I, I would love to. Actually, he was showed interest on in coming on the show, too, so he may actually be a. Uh, oh, that'd be dope yeah, as fuck. Let's, yeah. let's get on, man. But before I leave you, I just want to leave you with my hashtag for today. Because uh, you know what? I didn't make it through the show, but I think, you know what? This is a good word to just summarize the whole show. Hashtag daddy issues. No, oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, Thanks for listening, folks. I feel gross now. Um, I need a shower. You guys didn't drop your social medias. Nope, we didn't drop our I social did. I talked about Bone King TV. I didn't. I didn't talk about Major Dude. Oh. It's okay. I'm barely on. Oh. I'll just include this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! You're still recording. Still shit.